You're listening to The Served Up Show, a podcast that features inspiring beverage professionals and topic experts that share their passions through meaningful content. Your hostesses, Bridget Albert, is best known as the Market Fresh Mixologist, an industry mentor with over 25 years of experience. And I'm Julie Milroy, best known for my passion for leading change and helping others grow in their careers. Grab a cocktail and sit back. Let's learn how we can make a positive impact in our industry. Hey y'all, it's Bridget here. Welcome back to another electrifying episode of Served Up. And today we've got a treat for you that's going to tickle your taste buds, fire up your fitness goals, and transport you into the world of spirits and stories. Joining us is a man of many talents, the founder of Sassanac Spirits, the mastermind behind the Heart Racing Peak Challenge, an author and an actor who's taken our screens by storm, recorded live amongst the thrilling atmosphere of Tales of the Cocktail, Let's raise our Sassanac wild Scottish gin martini to the one and only Sam Hewen. Are you ready, Sam? Are you ready, Bridget? I'm always ready, Sam. I know you are. You've been doing this all day. I got a little nervous when I came here. here for seven hours. You're, you're good. You're, you've, I'm thirsty, you've too, Sam. You are thirsty. Well, don't worry. We brought you some something special from Scotland. I'm really excited to try it. So I want to welcome you to Served Up the podcast. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So it's super exciting to have you on the show today. You know, you're an acclaimed actor. You've done so much around health awareness. You're an author as well. Right. And you also have some amazing spirits that I cannot wait to taste. I can't wait for you to taste them. We have disclaimer. We've already tasted the night before last night. You, you showed me the big easy. I did. You showed me all too well. Yeah. Um, and then it went a little bit off the rails, but it was so fun. Um, but I'm really excited for you because I, uh, to try these uh, spirits because we've talked about them a lot. Yeah, we, we sure did. Um, I want to take it back a little bit, though, because I did read your book, Waypoints. Thank you. And yes, you're welcome. It was lovely. Oh, and, thank you. and in the book, I did learn that you did have some beginnings in hospitality. I did, yeah. And I want to hear from you, you know, what was that experience like? Yeah. And it, did it influence the way that you created your spirits? Um, yes, it did, absolutely. You know, I think, uh, firstly, so I... Um, went to drama school in Scotland, uh, in Glasgow, and then moved to London as a, a jobbing actor. And I think like every uh, jobbing actor, you know, you, you need to fund your, your lifestyle you know, when you're not working. Um, I was very lucky. I, I moved to London with a bunch of Scottish actors and we were all looking for work and we did various things. I worked as a lifeguard. I worked I, delivering sandwiches by bicycle. I worked in Harrods selling perfume, if anyone needs any perfume. Um, I worked in bars. I worked in Irish bars. I worked in uh, regular bars. And then a good friend of mine started a um, uh, a spirits, I guess a high-end service, cocktail service for a lot of premieres in London, a lot of um, fashion shows. And so we, we started to learn, I guess that's my first introduction to cocktails and to, and to spirits, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So can you talk about how your Scottish heritage and culture really influenced your gin and your scotch? 
Yeah, well, I, I guess looking at that time, you know, um, I was living in London, uh, slightly homesick, um, and never really experienced scotch in particular. Um, I remember being in a bar with one of my best friends. Um, he worked in the National Theatre in London. Um, and we were kind of talking about Scotland. It was kind of around the holiday season and we both ordered a Speyside single malt and it, it just, that moment, it just kind of transported us back to Scotland. Um, and I just suddenly had this very emotional reaction to a spirit, which I've never had before, you know. And I don't think there are many other spirits that have that, that emotional connection. Maybe for certain people, but, you know, I don't think I have it with wine or vodka, but with this whiskey, it just, it, it, it maybe awakened something in me, right? And I was like, I miss Scotland and I love Scotland. Cut to um, maybe 20 years later, I'm working back in Scotland on my TV show, Outlander. And there's the theme tune. Hey! Go oh, yes. hey. Say the magic words and the, the, the theme <laughs> tune comes out. What else can you make happen? Uh, where did that see come what's from? next. Where did that come from? But um, <laughs> yes, and you know, I, I just fell in love with my, my homeland again. It's such a magical place, the landscape. Um, I've always loved Scotch over the years. I was sampling many and um, the opportunity arose with my business partner, Alex, who's here right now, um, sweating profusely. And, and we decided <laughs> to create our own. But yeah, I mean, look, it's a huge passion project. We fully financed ourselves, um, created ourselves from the, the juice to the, the design of the bottle to the logo, the unicorn, um, even, you know, the, the way the bottle looks. Uh, I, you know, I was a huge fan of Japanese blends, what they were doing, um, the hibikis, that's kind of where we looked at. But also I realized that Scotland doesn't really have this high-end um, blended uh, whiskey. And also I love a single grain. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sort of going everywhere here because that's kind of all the components together in this bottle. There it is, our baby. Your baby. So let's talk about all the things that you said. Um, let's talk about what you called it. What yeah. is a Sassanac? What is Sassanac? Let's start off with that. Can anyone say, say Sassanac? Yes. Everybody say it together. You've got to lower your voice. Sassanac. That's uh, not bad. Not bad. Yes. It's what is a Sassanac? Well, it's a Gallic word, um, which uh, basically means well, it was a word used for uh, an English person um, way back. In the 1700s, earlier, um, a, maybe a derogatory name, an okay. outsider. Um, but I think uh, not only due to our show Outlander, which uh, my character uses it as a term of endearment, but also Scotland itself now has changed dramatically. It's a very, I think, progressive, forward-thinking place. Um, we look to our brothers in Europe. We look to our brothers in Scandinavia. We have a lot of influence from Scandinavia, from Ireland. Um, the Gallic and Gaelic culture is very similar. Um, so yeah, it just felt right. Assassinac is an outsider, but aren't we all outsiders? We're all included. And Scottish whiskey traditionally is quite exclusive, I think. It can be quite hard to, to find a way into. And I think we wanted to create something that is very approachable. Why the unicorn? The unicorn. The unicorn, why? Because I just love unicorns. They're pink and fluffy. No, I, <laughs> I love unicorns. It's the national animal of Scotland. And not okay. many people know that. Um, it is an animal that uh, is unique, uh, has great character. Um, uh, it is uh, 
if you look on a coat of arms, which, are, you know, the, for instance, the royal family have them, a lot of um, uh, lords and ladies have their own uh, uh, houses, have their own coat of arms. And on one side, you see the unicorn. On the other side, you see the, the lion, the rampant lion. One represents England, one represents Scotland. And if you look closely, the unicorn is breaking some chains. And essentially, it's breaking the yoke of the, the English. So uh, there, there's a lot of history there. Sure. Um, I think also a unicorn can only be tamed by a virgin, but I only read that somewhere. I'm not <laughs> uh, quite sure what that means. We don't have any of those but, here at Tales of the Cocktail. Um, so. Yes. I'm sure there's... No, I won't go there. Well, we're not going there, Sam. No, we won't go there. I haven't even had one drink yet today. So let's... Uh, well, we I wanna, put that right. We're going we're gonna to start that right now. I want to talk about the gin first. Is that cool? Oh, and, okay. And about um, the mm. botanicals okay. that were selected and why. Right, yeah. Uh, and, and I guess the gin is birthed out of the whiskey because, you know, the whiskey was our first venture into this, and it mm -hmm. really was a learning curve. Um, cut to our award, multi-award winning whiskey, which I'm very proud of. We've won multiple gold medals and our platinum. It's just an expression of what I love in whiskey. Uh, and then I wanted to create something that was, I guess, um, and I wouldn't say not as premium, but it's something that's more approachable that everyone can, can taste it. But also I love gin. And actually gin was what we were thinking about doing first in Scotland. A lot of distilleries in Scotland that make whiskey Obviously, gin is a go-to. It's a product that you can produce pretty quickly. Uh, and Scotland has this amazing gin culture because of the distilleries, but also because of the botanicals. Um, and for me, I wanted to create something that's a representation of my home. Uh, New Galloway is where I'm from, is where I was born. It's the southwest part of Scotland. It's a point that sticks out towards Ireland. Um, it's only about 12 miles from the shore of Ireland. On a good day, which is very rare in Scotland, you can see Ireland, England, and Isle of Man um, from across the Solway Firth. Uh, it's a place I grew up um, quite remote, has a lot of ancient history, the Romans, King Arthur, um, a lot of Jacobite history. Um, Mary Queen of Scots, Bonnie Prince Charlie, and it has incredible produce. And so all of the botanicals are all kind of from the glens or the forests of that area. So we have, let me list them off if I can remember them all. Um, we've got obviously juniper, not a huge juniper fan, if I'm honest, because I think a lot of um, gins are, uh, the way that they produce them, um, they become um, almost like uh, stewed. Yes. It becomes overly, uh, overly produced. So what we do is an innovation style where we sort of steep all the botanicals in uh, and then we remove them before we then go into the distillation process. So um, it should be light, should be crisp. Um, we've got rhubarb, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, I have a lot of wild rhubarb that grows in Scotland. It's not a fruit, but it's got this fruity umami richness to it. Sure. There was one point where we uh, were developing the gin where we went quite deep into the rhubarb. We tried to push it as far as we could go. We basically created a rhubarb gin and it was delicious. I'm trying to convince Alex to make that maybe down in the future. Um, <laughs> it's delicious. Um, we actually, going back to botanicals, we actually tried every botanical we could think of. Individually, we distilled each one. So we had over about 30 botanicals. We tried everything from, you know, from seaweed to strawberries to to every fruit, every herbaceous thing. Any, and mm -hmm. what we found is obviously some work, some don't. Um, but what was interesting was a lot of the fruits, uh, the botanicals are best not in the actual fruit, but in the, the leaf. So we have blackberry leaf. So a lot of brambles uh, in Scotland, uh, especially in the autumn time. We have blaeberries, which is kind of like a blueberry. 
Um, we have toasted oats. I'm a huge oats fan. Obviously, porridge is one of my favorite dishes to have. It's very healthy, very wholesome. But because we toast them, it brings this um, creamy, nutty texture. I think it gives a lot of mouthfeel to the gin. It gives it this creaminess. Um, at one point, I wanted to push the, the oats in it, but I felt that it became too... Uh, too, I don't know, too um, too much of one flavor profile, maybe. Um, and what else have I missed out? Crab apples. Uh, we have a lot of these um, apples that grow in Scotland. And obviously citrus in Scotland is hard to find. A lot of Scottish gins use botanicals from around the world. They use lemon, they use mango or orange yeah. or whatever it is. We wanted to keep everything from Scotland, so we use apple uh, to go in there. So, yeah, it's... Um, Sounds delicious. From, well, it is delicious. And I it sounds so interesting it. as well. So can we try some? Will you, oh, pour, will you pour some? Am I going to pour it? Uh, yeah. I'm it's, so proud of this moment. To you, I'm going to bust my microphone. Here we go. Yes. Here you go. Your first Sassanac Wild Scottish Gin <clears throat> from Galloway. It's a Thank good, you. You better pour uh, yourself New Orleans some pour. as well. The big, the big New Orleans. There pour. you go. Okay. Cheers, or as we say in Scotland, slanger. 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 Mm -hmm. Slanger. Right. Yep. Oh, it, so it smells. Yeah, and it's so nice. So I can smell the juniper. Yeah. But it's not overpowering. Oh. Right. So it doesn't smell, folks, like a Christmas tree. So we actually did. <laughs> with there, there are three uh, native conifers in Scotland. Um, juniper is one of them. The other one we, that I forgot to mention was pine, Scots pine, which is obviously mm -hmm. synonymous with Scotland and Christmas, of course. Uh, so we've made a pine resin. So we get the resin out of the tree yeah. and then we put that in there. And so it does give it this kind of almost menthol-y yeah. uh, note to it. Cheers. 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 It's so hard with microphones in it our It is ready, hard, yeah. But... Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Balance. Oh, it's so nice. It's very light. It's very crisp. Yeah. Um, it has a full body. Yeah. Which it I has think comes a from the long oats. memory. That's Thank just one you. sip. I got to see what else. Thank is. you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's fruity. There's like blueberry and rhubarb gives it this fruitiness. It is what I wanted. It was balanced as well, but I also wanted it to stand up um, in cocktails. Yeah. Um, so we were looking at the ABV and also, you know, a lot of the flavor profile. And I, I want it to sit well in those cocktails. So we did increase the ABV on it. Um, yeah, I think it does. I think it does it's that. lovely. I don't, you. you know, I think that, that with this gin, honestly, like you wouldn't have to worry about hiding flavors. No. So many times you get a bottle, you know, and you, for me as a professional, I'm asked, make this taste good. Yeah. Yeah, like, yikes. Right. What do I have to do? Right. But with something like this, because it is crisp, because it is clean, and it just keeps giving me um, flavors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm always tasting like some pitted fruits. I don't know where that's awesome. coming from. Yeah, some different good. things, but it's staying yeah. with me a long time, but there's not a long burn. Yeah. Which I is think great. That could be the rhubarb. It has this weird umami kind of. It's not no burn. No. But um, no, you're absolutely right because I think a lot of gins. Unfortunately, people like oh, I don't like gin. It's because they had this, dare I say, something that's been overly stewed and it's like strong in flavor, and you've got to hide that flavor profile. Yes. Whereas yeah. I don't. I, I personally, we've been looking at cocktails with the gin, but I mean, drink it on its own as a martini with just like. Show it the bottle of vermouth, but don't even go yeah. near it. Yes. Just like, hey, you guys, you should be friends. Um, it's it's fantastic, honestly. I'm I'm really proud of it. I literally tried I this delicious. every way I could. We we I spent so much time. 
I would pour myself a gin, I'd pour myself a gin and tonic, I'd leave it, I'd let the ice melt, I'd come back to it a day later. I'm like, I want it to work in every scenario. You've had a night out, you've made yourself a gin and tonic, you forgot about it in the morning, you probably yeah. shouldn't drink it. Little hair I, of the dog, I, I wanted to try it. it, but also yeah. we did heat tests. I wanted to make sure that, you know, it didn't, um, it didn't go cloudy if it got too cold, mm -hmm. you know, the oils didn't separate. Um, it's really interesting when it oxidizes as well. Like people don't really think about it, but you know, any spirit that you open is instantly going to change right. with the oxidation. And then also the more you drink and leave it and keep it on your shelf after time. So I really wanted to see, does it stand up after three weeks, a month, you know, however long. So I think it stands up. Cheers. I think it does too. I think that, you know, you can definitely drink this straight. I would love to try it in a cocktail as well. I'd love and to I try don't, it. And I don't think it needs a whole lot though. I think this is like a one, two, three cocktail. You know, you, you just need this lovely gin, which is a couple of other ingredients that enhance right. the <clears throat> botanicals that are in this and bring everything up to the top. Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense because I think even looking at the whiskey as well, not that we struggled to find cocktails to go with it, but I feel like I don't want to hide it. It's such a great spirit. It's a premium spirit and it's something that's got some incredible ingredients in. So let's accentuate what it's got in there, but let's yeah. not hide it. So I think you're absolutely right. Let's let's go with like three three ingredient cocktails. I mean, they're the best cocktails anyway, right? Anything more than three is wrong, uh, if, I'm, if I'm honest. I think, it, I shouldn't say that in New Orleans, right? Because no. <laughs> the most of cocktails are more, but no, I'm just like... You know, if you've got good spirit, it doesn't you need. You don't need a lot. It doesn't need it. You know, even this, I, and here I'm going to get a little bit nerdy, but even this would like, I would love this in um, a martini up that's been stirred really nicely, yep. really diluted, just a little bit. This doesn't need to be diluted a ton either because no. it doesn't, it's not, um, it's not harsh. <laughs> no, no, you know hopefully no, not. No, no, I'm serious. It's not no. harsh. So many times when you go in and you taste... Um, a, a spirit like gin or, or let's say vodka on its own, you know, it's like, ooh, you know, you get that harshness, but you don't get that with that, well, with this. So you don't need that full dilution. I don't believe Right, and I do. don't know what the harshness is you're talking about because it could be the alcohol in it or it could be that flavor that's too much, you know, it's been stewed yeah. or whatever it is. But it, I, I think we sit really nicely. You know, it's we were looking at 40%. I was like, I don't like this. It, mm -hmm. You know, it's too watered down. I want a little bit of that alcohol I like that heat, yeah. but I don't want too much, you know, something that's like maybe, you know, barrel strength or whatever, 50s or high right. 40s. It needs to sit somewhere in the middle, and I think we've just balanced this perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, and you could have this, like, just gently stirred, yeah. poured over in a chilled coupe glass with, like, just a couple dashes of bitters and call it a day. Done. A hundred percent. A couple of bitters and you're done. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would try, we've obviously created our, our martini and again you know we're using like I know you guys use ounces but like milliliters I'm saying like 15 milliliters of vermouth maybe or just throw your vermouth away you know pour it in mm -hmm. the glass throw it out and then pour your gin and that's it I think it's just about icing it down keeping it cool refreshing and we like to serve it with um, uh, you know a little bit of green apple um, I find that the green apple does work it sort of soaks up the gin so you get this little treat at the end you bite the green apple and it's tart and sharp but also sweet yeah i yeah. could see how citrus plays like really well with this like different fruits um that are light and crisp like an apple a lemon yeah. you know yeah um, lemon lemon twist as well obviously is great um now it's really interesting you know just going back to the botanicals and like you know what do you choose and there are countless gins in scotland but i think we this is a true hopefully a true representation of scotland and honestly everything is there from my home and 
Yeah, I'm really proud of it. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I am. This is yeah, not. This is you. not easy to do. This yeah. is very, very delicious. Can we mm. um, move on to this? Oh, if we have to, come on then. Should we finish? I need. To, well, we should finish. Oh, we should finish it. Yeah. It is I, I tales like of the style, cocktail, it, yeah. everyone. Huh? I'm getting flashbacks from last night. Oh to be honest. boy. Oh. <laughs> you introduced me to the Sazerac, the the Po Boy. Um, and I was obsessed, the gin fizz, which I, uh, the Ramos, um, I've always wanted to know, listen to that sound, oh, it's like I'm transported back happened? to Scotland, yeah. Um, that was fun, I enjoyed the, the Ramos gin fizz. Yeah, that was a really, we went to the Bourbon O Bar, we, we had a great, um, yeah, Ramos gin fizz, and it was absolutely delicious. Now I we're like moving on, yeah. well, you know, I have some practice. You've got a <laughs> very generous hand, I like it, yes. good. Let's talk about the scotch. Can we talk about the scotch? Come yes, on. Come on. Yes. I'm yes. a big fan of your scotch. Thank you very much. It's um well, I I honestly, you know, it was uh it's again a passion project. We financed it ourselves. We did a tour myself and Alex. We went all around Scotland. We went visited a number of distilleries, bottlers, producers, and we realized no None of them are going to produce what we want. Um, we found Michael Hendry, a uh, master of blender, uh, and I tortured him uh, and tortured Alex as well. Um, we we created something, as I said, that's similar to those like blends that the, the Japanese do. That's approachable, balanced, but uniquely Scottish. So it has a high um, high malt content. Okay. But it also has a single grain, a nineteen year old organic single grain that I'm a huge single grain fan. Been tasting some great single grains here as well. Um, but yeah, um, and then literally we'd printed everything. The bottles were done, the labels were done. And I was like, no, no, we're changing the ABV. I want, I want that mouthfeel. I want that heavy weight in my tongue. I want to feel it's luxurious. So I had to, we had to reprint all our labels and change the ABV, which I think cost us a lot of money, but um, it, it's worth it. It's worth every penny. Shall we try it together? Come on, cheers. Cheers. Sanja. Sanja. Sassanak. That's my best. <laughs> Just growl a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the nose, it's amazing. Like apricot and... A lot of apricot. Again, yeah. like, it's a thing with your products with, like, some dried, beautiful fruits that I'm getting. I mean, it's, yeah, and maybe it's that's, lovely. Maybe that's what I like. Uh, that's an interesting point, yeah. But it is a Madeira cask finish. Mm -hmm. So obviously you get a lot of that, um, a lot of sweetness and... Um, like raisins. Right. I'm getting like raisins. Right, and yeah. Like creme brulee. Of course. Some really... Butterscotch. Butterscotch. Apricot, yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, I love this podcast. Oh. Uh, it's so oh. fun. What can we God, drink we next, Sam? Yeah. We need to, that where's is, your next product? That is, yeah. Every time I taste it, I'm so happy. Yeah. You should be really, again, like very Thank proud you. of yourself. These are not, you. this is not an easy thing to do. And um, how are you recommending that folks enjoy your scotch? Discussion, <laughs> shall we say, last night? We went toe-to-toe. -to -toe we went toe-to-toe. -to -toe. There were, we're no... We're best friends now. Throw, <laughs> so. uh, no throws nope. blown? No, 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 no. Um, we, we did. We discussed, we like, did. how to serve yeah. it. And I, 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 as you just said earlier, I think it's... Um, I would love to find some cocktails that work really well. We have a few we've developed, especially with our friends at Chinese Tuxedo in New York. Um, Hugo, they developed the, the Breakfast Scotch, which I think is a great name. But essentially what you said earlier, Bridget, is 
accentuating what's in there. A tiny, tiny amount of apricot liqueur, walnut bitters, stirred down, served, served on ice. That's it. it there's no need to, to start it. But, you know, we've made Rob Roy's. We've made, you know, whatever with it. Um, it, it works, but it is, it is quite a fruity um, uh, whiskey. So I don't think... You know, I don't think you want to hide it with other stuff, and it, it I don't needs think to you sing. Do either. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps giving. So, you know, it, I always loved like to go in and take that first sip, and then go in and take like that second sip, right? Mm. And then see how it sits on your palate. See where it goes. Yeah. See if it gives you that awful. Uh, I'm saying that burn. I don't love oh, that. Oh yeah, this terrible. Not yeah. happening. No. no. But what it does do, it it coats my palate, yeah. and it gives me that long memory. Yeah. It the the finish, well, you get you get this malt. Then you get fruit, and then this finish, it's like a warmness to it, um, which is, it's 46%. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty high, um, but it's not like that. It's not aggressive. It's just warming, but you don't get any of that horrible chest feel. You're like, oh, my God, I'm having to suck this down. No, it's just like, and it's, as you say, a lot of fruit. So it, it covers your tongue. You get fruits on all over your palate. It's not just forward or back. There's... It's a whole mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole mouthfeel. Yeah. It's it's absolutely. I love being able to talk wonderful. about this alcohol. Actually, it's really nice to can talk, geek out together. To geek out anytime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's geek yeah, out. Yeah, no, this is it's just um, absolutely amazing. The bottles, obviously, very very beautiful. Um, Thank you as well. But it does keep giving, and so yeah, I, I think you know, staying very simple. Your simple serves, right? Simple serves. Yep. I think you know. I, I also feel like there is this like. Um, with Scotch whiskey, you know, as you said, it's quite exclusive. Like, you must serve it like this, or you can have a little bit of water or whatever. I just drink it how you like it. Like, if you want ice, you want to pour Coca-Cola in there, it's awesome. Like, whiskey and Coke is great. I love it. Listen, drink it how you like it. Look, we're n- everyone is welcome. I personally prefer it straight up. It's, it's a premium whiskey, but, yeah, like, drink it how you like it. Do you like to smoke cigars when I, you... I do, yes. I, I do I know do. this. Okay, even though then you go eat fried chicken after I, I whatever you said. That. I, I know. Okay, that. so that's story for another day. But let's talk about that. Like, how are you enjoying this? Do you enjoy it with a cigar? Do you, yeah. do you, you know, bring that to the party when you bring this? Yeah, scotch? I do like a cigar now and then, and it's something I've enjoyed. And I th- again, it's something about, you know, mouthfeel and flavor profiles, and um, it can com- complement it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if you're into food and you're into yeah. wine or whiskey or spirits anyway, you know, it's all about the tasting flavors. I mean, even I- thinking about the cork we've got there, you know, we, we wanted to use real cork. You mm-hmm. know, we, we source it from Portugal, one of the only producers. Um, it's it's really hard to find, but I wanted to have that pop the, pop the cork. It makes that great sound, but then smell the cork and you smell the the juice on the cork and it's it's aged there it has a little something whereas these new corks you get uh, they're artificial okay they work and they serve a great purpose but they don't give you that extra sensory i don't know positive reaction have you paired either of these with food we haven't we've been working um with some brands to do that um but we haven't yet okay i think that they are very approachable both of them thank you with food, especially um, your scotch. I mean, obviously, yeah. gin would be very quite, you know, simple with, with yeah. all of the um, beautiful, light, crisp flavors. Yeah. But then also, like, thinking of, like, salty 
dishes that are so good. That's interesting. You know? So in my, in my other role as an actor, um, I, I have a TV show that I produced, which I can talk about because I produced it. Please uh, talk Men about in Kilts. It. And um, we worked with Tony Singh, who is a, a Scottish chef, but uh, Indian um, uh, culture or Indian um, heritage. So we did this great episode about food and drink in Scotland, and we're on a beach, uh, and he cooked up these langoustines with a chili butter on the beach, served it with the Sassanac gin. It was amazing, with some seaweed as well that we just picked from, from the shore yeah. in Scotland. It's from, from the north, uh, the, the part of Fife, and it was just, it was incredible. It Can really totally worked. Salt, seafood, yep. uh, seaweed, and great sort of rich prawns as well, buttery prawns. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Because this would cut right through that fat, oh, right? Stop. Yeah, so I know. Good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Next time we're going on a food tour with your bottles. But, but it's interesting it's so you, because also I think it's about terroir, right? It's about yes. like where you taste it. For instance, you know, the Isla whiskeys, the smoky whiskeys, I know are sometimes a little abrasive for people, but um, there's a place for it. And I think when you're, you know, in Scotland, especially on a mountaintop, you've just hiked a mountain or you're standing on, you know, a shore on, on a loch in Scotland and you take this, it just changes your whole perception and it it fits with the landscape. And I think that's hopefully, if you drink this, you're gonna be transported to the shores of Loch Lomond. Come with me, Bridget, we'll go. I am coming you're with you. You're going to, I, I just think. have to growl, right? Well, I think you're gonna go, aren't you? You told I, no, me you're gonna be. No, I am going, be, yeah. so I am going to Scotland. Sam's helping yeah. me plan my trip with my I will with my meet cousins. you. I'll meet you halfway. Oh my God. I'll meet you halfway with a bottle of Sassanac. I'll meet you at the end with a bottle of Sassanac. <laughs> Because you might not get the rest of the way. But, you don't want to walk um, with me and my cousin. It's a hundred mile walk because I did myself and uh, yep. it's a great it's walk and you're going you're gonna to love it. You're going to love it. I'm Take some good whiskey. It. So speaking of fitness. Yes. You know, let's shift gears. Right. What is a peaker? What is a peaker? Anyone can be a peaker. Bridget. You can are. Can I be a peaker? You are a peaker. Join us. We have peakers here. We have peakers here. Um, oh, we have peakers here. My they're, peak they're... challenge. Hello, peakers. Yeah, look at that. Peakers, unite. Peaking. How fun. Um, yeah. No, I think, you know, going back to Scotland, uh, realizing and falling in love with my country again, to work on my TV show, um, Outlander, I realized that um, I was very fortunate. I was grown up in a, a place where I could literally leave the door and walk 100 miles to the highlands of Scotland. Um, and I wanted to share that, that love of activity, outdoors, new horizons. Um, and so we challenge our peakers to, to work on themselves, but also whilst they're doing that, they're helping others. Um, so they're getting fit, but they're also, we have a charity aspect. And we've now raised, um, coming up to about $7.5 million for charity. That's amazing. Uh, thank you. And we would love to do more. Maybe next year we could work with the, the speed, um, rack. speed rack, uh, which we saw last night, which was a lot of fun. Um, Chicago won, by the way. They, they won? Hell yeah, they, they won. won. They won. I almost jumped out of Go my bed this morning and did wow. a little happy dance. Nice. From they Chicago won. Listeners. That's amazing. That was awesome. It was intense. It was intense. I don't think I want to compete in that, to be honest. But I'd like either. to see some peakers there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we have this online platform, uh, and it's essentially yeah, a workout fitness program. But we have yoga, mindfulness. Um, everything is totally adaptable for anyone, whether you're workout or you never work out in your life. To we have we we have an Olympic athletes. We have people that out there who like literally know what they're doing, or people that have never done it in their lives, and it's hopefully totally approachable and everyone can join in. 
Cool. So they can find, where can they find that? mpc.com, right? mypeakchallenge.com, yes. Um, or, on, or on all social. If you look for mypeakchallenge.com, you, you'll find us. So Sam, what's next for you? Um, probably finishing some of this. I'm going to um, finish mine too, guys. You're going to take me to some great bars tonight. Uh, we're excited to meet some great producers here. Yeah. We're excited to come back here next year. We've got a new partnership with Southern Glaze we're really happy about. Um, we really can't wait for people to taste both of our spirits because they are essentially uh, part of me. They're my babies. We, we joke about it, but they really are. Um, I'm so proud of it. Just to see people enjoying it. And maybe you and I will try a few gin martinis. I think so. And right no. after no this. fried chicken. <laughs> no fried chicken. Listen, that was last Sam, night. And I want to tell my listeners, so I did get to spend a little bit of time with Sam and you're the real deal, you know, and you really oh, do you. care about this and you bringing your culture and your home and your family and, and your backyard and putting it in a bottle. And that's not an easy thing to do. So when I tell it's you not. that I'm proud of you. Thank I you. truly am. I think that uh, you've created something with Alex, who's a lot of fun, his partner. But creating something that represents your home is something that you don't go into lightly. So thank you for bringing us it, into Scotland, uh, Sam. And thank you, Alex. Thank you. That's really kind, honestly, because it, it is a great pressure, right? And a lot of other brands might say that they're bringing a part of whatever country they're from to you. But... This is this is my face on it. This is me, but um, I think you 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 taste this, you'll you'll realize that we're the real deal. And I appreciate you for appreciating us, Slanja. <laughs> Slanja. So you. I do want to end with a toast, and I haven't done this on my podcast, but I'm going to do it with you, okay? Because okay? I feel like we have a, a little bit of a kinship. We've got a kinship. kinship. We spent time together. Okay, we spent a tiny bit of time together. But um, this is a toast from my grandmother, Rosella. Rosella was a bartender a very long time ago. And um, because of her, I know what I know in the industry. And so mm. grandma would always say, happiness is like a kiss. It's best when it's shared. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. And, and look me in the eye, because if not, it's bad luck. No, no, know, no. Where. I was just so, trying to remember the Arbroath toast. Yeah. Here's to us and all that's like us. There's fair few. Just growl. And they're already dead. <laughs> Something like that. But that's, anyway. That's brilliant. So Sam, Cheers. Sam and Alex, I want to wish you both really quick. Thank just um, great health and a lot of peace. Thanks you for coming too. and served up. Thank you. You're wonderful and appreciate sharing this with you all. Thank you, New That's Orleans. Fun. That's Cheers. Fun, Cheers. That's fun. Seriously. Thank you. It's legit. Thanks for listening. Served Up is brought to you by Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Produced by Zunu.online. Music by We Kill the Lion can be found on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to be notified of future Served Up episodes. Cheers.